0: was right when I grown the first time yeah
1: yeah that was it was it was appropriate to grow
0: (laughs) but you do try
1: yeah yeah a little effort a little time there too (laughs) so (laughs) if if you want to get into the uh, we'll do the we'll do a quick roundtable tonight so uh, it's one of the advantages listening live we get everybody together so just send us your Skype account and we'll go ahead and get that set up until next week go out there and get wet
0: and be safe
1: I am so ready to get over this cold and cough. It's been driving me nuts. That's, you know, that,
0: on, your, on your talk show, I'm looking at that, it's got title 63 and then past episodes is 67.
1: Well, because uh, there's a couple more doubles.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: Yeah, because we do the, when we do the roundtable, I break that in a separate episode. So right. the total number of units. Plus, I did have one I posted twice because iTunes is acting up. So anybody in the chat room want to get on... Let's see, Rich, he's in. So we'll go ahead and invite Rich. And, oh, there he is. I had I already had him on focus, so I didn't even show him. So there we've got Rich coming in. We'll grab uh, Craig. He's live tonight. We'll get. Uh, Hi, guys. Hey, Rich. Howdy. And then we also have. Hold on, i got to uh, get
2: rid of the. Uh, there you
1: go. There? Yep, we're there.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give me a drink real quick, though. I will just
1: get there.
2: Make it a stiff one.
1: <laughs> yeah, no water. That's for diving in. Uh, let's see. And then, Dave, uh, you ready to come in? Let me see if I'm seeing you on the list. And then, Shipwreck Mike. Uh, Shipwreck Mike, you actually Twittered me, so I'm going to have to look that up and get you set in. You'll probably have to open your Skype up and then accept the join. It's probably It will take a little bit to get us connected. And then, of course, Twitter wants me to do some sort of update, so it'll be just a second. And then, Dave, I'm not seeing you. Are you in? Yeah, Dave, you're not showing up as, as logged
2: online. He's online with me. Is he? Yeah. Can I drag him into your look? It'd, it'd be nice if you could.
1: Uh, maybe I'll update Hey, there. guess
2: what? I can't.
1: Oh, you can? Wow, that now that is cool. We're learning new things all the time. Yeah, now Does he shows work? up as online.
2: I mean, all, can it, is it all? Is he, oh, there he goes. Cool.
1: No, I had to. I had to click the button to dial. So there's. Oh, did Dave. you? Yeah. So, but what it did is it did allow me. It did. It put it when you dragged it. It put it up yeah. the screen, and then gave the little dial button. So that is sweet. That, yeah, that is nice. Skype is getting better all the time. So, Rich, it sounds like you had a great dive in the Cooper River.
2: It was an awesome time. It was really cool. It was uh, it was one of the earliest dives that we did, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun because it's about the same time that we're going to go, six thirty in the morning. And it was, <laughs> it was a, r- a little bit rough getting up, but man, I'll tell you what, the cool thing about it is when you're on that river and the sun's rising and all those old plantations, it's really cool. And uh, we had we had this a wicked current the first dive, but everything else was really good. Um, I found I found a heartbreaker you'd love. It's it was in the original pictures if you checked them out, but um, it was sitting in a mud bank, stuck into the mud bank. And I'm like, "Sweet!" I hear all about these teeth that you find in the mud bank that are in perfect shape. And I look, and it looks perfect. And I reach and grab it; and it's missing half of it. <laughs> I saw that one on
1: uh, on your your picture, and I was like, "Oh, that would be
2: if it yeah. was the whole thing." Yeah, I've only I found one. I I uh, there was a kid on the thing. He's on his second trip, and uh, he uh. He came up with the biggest tooth. It was five inch, five um, and five eighths inches on a side. And to give you an idea, your hand's about seven inches, <laughs> so it's huge. And uh, my my biggest one was about five inches, but that one's a great story. There was a girl that wasn't. She found a half a tooth, but she was having issues with the whole current and rolling down the river and hanging on and diving by herself thing and the eight foot alligator was probably something that was making her nervous but the uh she didn't decided not to get in the last dive and i said you're gonna miss out the big tooth is waiting for you and she says yeah i know whatever and i roll off the boat hit the bottom move to my left a foot find a little shark's tooth and then move to my um i'm sorry move my right a foot found a little shark's tooth moved to my left a foot and found a five inch honker so I pipe, I come right back up to the surface and pop up, and Captain Tom's like, what are you doing up so early? I said, look at what I got. He's you, and she goes, you didn't. I said, here you go. You need to get in the water. Does she feel bad for missing it, or is she just? No. No. She just, uh, she was just one of those things. I think she was
1: cold. Yeah. yeah but, it's it's no fun being cold. We we just brought uh, shipwrecked Mike in. Can
3: you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you, Mike. Yeah, we can hear you. Hey, guys.
1: So uh, we have Mike, we have Dave, we have Craig, we have Rich, and we have Mac all on. We might see Jim coming in, but uh, we'll, we'll see. He's been extremely busy these last few weeks. I have a feeling that this is going to go on for another month. He's just trying to get into the swing of things for a while with work. That's awesome,
2: though, that he's working.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. He's got a great opportunity. I won't spoil it. I'll let him say it if he wants to, but uh, he's just got some great things going. And, uh, yeah, we're, 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 we'll we're be excited when he comes back. But, you know, you, you can't wish ill on anybody. <laughs> it, he's, he's doing well.
2: Yeah, Matt, you'd like uh, what we did in, in Cooper River. They have the uh, aircraft carrier. Yeah. And I, had, I hadn't I been there for about three years. And, oh, my God, did they change that thing around? And there, was a, there used to be a destroyer right next to it that you could go tour. And I asked them where the destroyer went, and they said President Obama took it. <laughs> Like, really? And she says, yeah, you'll have to ask him what he did with it. But I'm like, okay, I guess they lost funding or something. But they had put in a really cool thing. It was um, a Congressional Medal of Honor Museum. And that was just really cool. And then they opened up a couple more rooms down in the um, engine room, which made it – I mean, if you went – you're going down, like if you were to dive it, like a diving the and everybody says they want to go to the engine room. I'll tell you what, it'd scare the heck out of me. It's like five floors down and in through these little intricate tunnels, and you can barely walk through some of these doorways. And then you're like, you want me to dive down here? <laughs> Great. Yeah, could you so, imagine
1: that? Uh, th- when you were describing how tight those passageways were, I'm thinking. If you were in gear, you almost need to be have some sort of cave set up so you can take stuff off.
2: Oh, it'd be it'd be too frightening to even consider. I mean, it, I, I know there's people that do it, but it'd be scary.
1: Well, then you hear about the silt. I mean, just the amount of control you have to have
2: not to stir everything up. Yep. But the uh, we did um, – I didn't find anything weird this time at the Cooper River. There was a lot of teeth. I found um, one of the things that it came home, and, I, and I'll bring it – when I come out to, to show you guys, like, I'm gonna do, like I told you, I'll come out and do a mud club meeting. I um, I picked up a bunch of stuff specific. You guys, uh, you guys were diving right along with me because I was thinking about you. I shot video at the bottom of the Cooper River, so you can see where the gravel is. And I actually picked up a peanut butter jar full of the gravel, so you know what to find. So you guys are going to be the most prepared group I've ever put in the water. <laughs> down it, we're going to have such high expectations.
0: Oh, well, we are remedial, so we need all the help we can get.
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I found a. Uh, I found a great white shark's tooth that was perfect. even had the serrations in it. Uh, that where, are you, where are you at, Mike? Where's where, where's home? California. I just talked to California an hour ago. Where in California?
0: Uh, Southern uh, Inland Empire. <clears throat> well,
2: I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah.
0: Does anybody know anybody from the Samoas?
2: A whole bunch of really good football players.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you know them personally?
2: No. No, I just read an article, I just watched an article where they said that it's the only place in the world that they have like 30% of their high school ends up in the NFL.
0: I can believe it, but some of those guys are awesome. Yeah, they're
2: huge, too. They're just gigantic human beings. Why, you want to go? I'm game.
0: <laughs> Actually, my, my daughter does a podcast from France, and they have these little tickers so they can tell where they've got input from. Uh-huh. The only They said they need one from Samoa. And I told them I'd check around with my jump buddies and my dive buddies to find out somebody's got to have a pal or something in the Samoas. So I need to find out who that is so I can prompt them to give her a shout on her podcast. She's been doing it about five years.
2: So where do you find a ticker for your podcast? I need one of those.
0: I don't know how they do that. They, they do that and it, it gives them who calls. They have maps of the countries and it will show up where they're at and who's calling in.
1: So, yeah. So, would they do a call-in program?
0: Well, they have like us, but they have a whole little column you can do chat on the side. Uh huh. And then when they do their their talk, it's they normally have a guest speaker, and they may respond to the tweets and stuff. And then sometimes they'll have like a round robin who wants to call in. hmm. I mean, they have people that come over from California just to visit them during their like their 300th presentation they had in a bar. They had hundreds of people come by uh, reservation. Wow. And it's, it's definitely international. But Samoa, that's the key. So if anybody knows somebody from Samoa, let me know. That's funny. Or if you're ever going to go to Paris or something and you need somebody to meet up with who is a fantastic guide, you know, somebody who knows the language and can show you around, let me know. She does that on the weekends.
2: That's, uh, that's, it, I, I was, I am, It that's one of the places in the world that I have really neglected is Europe. I it's amazing how much that i mean i i i had five years of art history and there's so many places that i want to see from that part of my life when i was into that but there's no diving there except for maybe scapa flow
0: oh don't don't even start with scapa flow that's fantastic place but you got a lot of good diving there in the the, around the channel yeah and there's some nice places there off of france
2: Yeah, I mean, they wrecked a lot of ships. they fought a war for almost 27 years.
0: You don't dive too much in the sand because, one, the pollution. Two, they don't let you do it unless you're one of their rescue divers because uh, you screw up the boat traffic. But uh, there's some good diving in the Baltics if you're looking for treasures.
2: Yeah, my my mom went over to uh, Jerusalem, and uh, she was talking about the Red Sea, and I said man or the Dead Sea and I said uh, I really want to go over there and dive the Red Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee and all that and she goes well, why would you want to dive it and this is before she went and I said because I could find a rock that Jesus threw in oh. <laughs> and she goes, she goes what do you mean I said, I said over here we're going to find something maybe 200 years old at the oldest and if we're really lucky maybe 300 but you could literally find a rock that Jesus skipped across the water
0: Absolutely. Yep. Five
2: thousand, two thousand years ago, and then you that, could find something that that Moses. I mean, you could find one of Moses' sandals stuck in the mud in the bottom of the Red Sea, whatever it happened to be. But, but it's it's yeah, that that would be cool. And she came back. It was really funny. She came back, and she said, "I don't know if I was supposed to pick it up, but here's your rock." And I was like, "Did Jesus <laughs> throw this
0: one?" Oh. <laughs> a relic, a relic.
1: Well, yeah. you're talking about things being old. Uh, when I was in DC, I, I, we were walking around the, the the tidal pond there between the the Jefferson and the Lincoln Memorial, and I was I kept thinking, you know, I wonder if anybody scuba dives out there and has done any muck diving.
2: It's only two feet deep. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Because
2: that pond cause yeah, that had, pond is maybe waist deep at the most. It's no. got a rubber liner. Now we're, we're, I'm not talking
1: the reflecting pool. I'm talking the the tidal pond.
2: Oh. Because between nope.
1: the Washington and the uh, the Lincoln, that's just the reflecting pool. Okay. Which they had that yeah. all they had that all gutted out. They're actually redoing it. They're putting pilings to bedrock and and everything. But they've got it's kind of like that little bay. I took some photos. I should probably put up. But the seawall's all sinking. So they're actually doing the seawall redoing the seawalls along the Jefferson Memorial. And I was thinking, you know, that people, you know, in the 1800s and 1900s just threw all sorts of crap in there.
0: You know, you're talking about uh, items two, three hundred years old. Uh-huh. I was an article on California, now that we talked about somebody from California, and they had actually found some what they call Chinese anchors. And yeah. they're like round anchors, but they were with uh, like a hexagon and round in the middle that they figure came off of Chinese junks from long time ago.
2: Yeah, like they predated them like 100 years before Columbus or something like that.
0: Yeah, so there's, that's got to be something awesome to find.
2: Well, I tell you, I love Southern California. I could dive there all. I mean, they don't know how lucky they have it.
0: Mike, no, don't, you don't but, know
2: how lucky but, you have it.
0: Yeah, but my friends in San Francisco is a little cold, but hey.
2: Eh. Yeah, when I was out with Body Glove last November, they're all going, well, I don't know if you'll like it. There's a little bit of a swell, and the visibility is kind of bad, and the water's a little bit cold. And the water was 58 degrees, and the uh, visibility was like 38 to 45 feet.
0: Oh, that would be so bad.
2: <laughs> and uh, the swell was like a foot and just kind of rocked you a little bit. And that was it. And I'm like, you guys have no idea. And we did two, me and my buddy did two dives and we rolled out of the water and the, they came out like they're shivering. And I'm like, I'm ready to go back in. And they're like, really? And we roll back in and. And uh, Bob Maestro goes, you guys can come dive with me anytime. You guys are awesome divers. I didn't have to worry about you. You, you guys <laughs> jump back in the water. And I'm like, this water is warm. And we're diving in rental wetsuits and rental BCDs and rental everything, except our masks. And it was just awesome. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, that's what they say. They say, you, you, you learn to dive in this stuff and you're ready for just about anything.
2: Yeah. Um, did you check out that guy's podcast?
1: No, I haven't. Well, I, I, can, I. I went to the website and I think, it, I think something auto played. So I did hear a little bit, but it was
2: the, the introduction was phenomenal. I'm like, boy, this is really going to be good. And I started watching it this morning, almost late for work. And it was like, they had a 15 minute podcast and then the video, the underwater video. Well, let's just say you shot better stuff. Okay. I and, understand. and the, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, with your dead camera, that's gone. Yeah, exactly. But, but the, uh, the, 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 the thought of it was like the, the, I, I liked the article. I thought it was both criticizing and complimentary at the same time. Well, to me, I mean, I, I hate being too critical, but it was kind of, you
1: know, I, you know, I'm in the publishing industry, so mm. you know, I have access to about 600 magazines a month that we produce. So I get to see what good writing is and bad writing is, and you know, and so I I know blogging is not the same as magazine writing, but it, it it was kind of what I call softball. You know, you really, you know, it's kind of like, well, I'm going to say something bad, I'm going to say something good. I'm going to say something bad, I'm going to say something good. Which, you have your opinion, and when you do your own show, you do what you like. So I can right. see why you would criticize everybody else and then go, well, I'm going to learn from what they've done and done my own. Which I think is kind of what we've all done. So right. I understand that. But I just didn't really think it was, you know, I, I would like something a little bit more analytical and subjective.
2: Or just more informative, but he well, it, and it's and it's not like I mean I got my my step from you and Darren, and that's kind of like. Why did we just hearing about this guy now? I mean, I'm 15 or 16 episodes into it. You're a year and a half into it. Why didn't he call up and say, "Hey, guys, I'm thinking of doing." I mean, if nothing else, calling up the Bob Shoemaker is that yeah. that was his last name. Yeah, call up yeah. Bob because it's like a similar format. Yeah. But when I started looking at, it, he's doing. He wants a group format because he he hammered on me because I'm doing it by myself. But. I, I don't play well with others. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, but the idea is, if, you, if I had a production team of four guys that were going to willing to come and play with me every week, I'd still be my solo guy. But man, I would have two cameras and a, oh, and a yeah. sound guy and a <laughs> production guy and
1: yeah. Well, well that's the thing when we, when we went up to, to talking scuba and we saw what they were doing. That's that's a lot of work. I mean, there's a lot of work to doing video and to getting that all set up. And he's got a lot of people. Which they're at a point in their life where they're all willing to donate time to go and put that program on. So that's how they're able to do it. So, you know, unless you're going to be doing like drink TV or you're going to have something that's not there. And then they also had another article, which was like a little bit older, which is talking about Ultimate Diver Challenge. And uh, I agree with some of the stuff that they put in there, but... You know, I'm, I'm, you, you got to kind of, when you have a blog or a website like that, you have to figure out what your editorial voice is and go with it. And in a hobby, do you really need to be critical? Right. I, I mean, what are you trying to, are you trying to, is my, is my time in my hobby so valuable that I'm going to be caused damage by listening to a substandard program that somebody else did? Why don't I listen to myself and make my own opinion? So that would be right. the only thing to do. So, I mean, I guess that's what my criticism is, is it doesn't really need to be so critical. It's either going to be critical where it adds value, like, hey, you might want to try something like this, or just don't even say it. But then, what you pointed out, I missed the part that he had his own program. And then when you commented on Facebook, I went, wait a minute. And I went back, I'm like, oh, and, and did he later, after
2: they add that comment for full disclosure, I don't think so. No, I, I did that I saw it on the first one. Oh, okay. But I was like but I'm like I'm thinking to myself that if I was going to pro- post production the crap out of your show or post production the crap out of my show, we'd have a scuba radio. Yeah.
1: Well, I deliberately do not do I mean, mm. I, I post produce, but I kind of think that's part of the charm of podcasting. It's a very narrow cast and mm-hmm. the the theme or the 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 flavor of the program is that it's a relaxed conversation with your dive buddies. And you and we all stutter and goof and buffaw, and there's no yeah. sense in making it too clean. If we're going to clean, then it sounds
2: like a radio program. Yep. see so, so you're having a relaxed conversation with your dive buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm having a relaxed conversation with my dive buddies, too. Yeah. The only one. <laughs> Me. <Yeah.
0: laughs> The last of who's going to hang out with me. That's why I got to find you guys because I got to buy friends.
1: Yeah, exactly. You come on up. Well, we got to come over and try some of those uh, fusion dry suits, and you got to come over and get in the
2: Ann Arbor. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, I, I've switched completely. I, I got rid of my Pinnacle. I'm waiting for the new Pinnacle. I talked to Pinnacle today, waiting for the uh, Evolution 3 to try it. But I switched completely over to my fusion, and uh, this weekend, I, mean, I don't know if you listened to my last show because I was talking about it, but the. Uh, I am tickled pink with how little drag there is to it, and I'm willing to try to beat the crap out of it in the river and see what's happened i haven't done a river dive in it yet, but it's coming and that's your right fusion yeah yeah and i I love it it's it it's the most comfortable um dry suit i've ever dove. um it is weird, but it is the most comfortable one, so yeah. and but that, that's we can talk about gear
1: oh yeah oh yeah. i I love talking about gear i I'm just uh Right, right now, it's I'm finally getting back into the to getting the gear. I think I've got all the kids stuff done for a little bit, and now it's time for my scuba gear to do. So,
2: yeah, if Mother Nature would get her head out of her collective ass, excuse my language.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, it has not been favorable to the Michigan diving community.
2: No, last... I had somebody i I had somebody comment. It was the funniest comment I'd ever heard. Man, how was summer? How was your summer? Mine was only two days long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I worked that day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Mac, I worked that day. That's awesome. Oh, well, I wish a, I would
1: have taken summer off. <laughs> yeah, well, I could have actually had enough vacation days for it this year. <laughs> oh, but it, it's got to come. My theory is that it's we're going to get it, and we're not going to get a we're, we're not going to get a, a mild summer. We're going to get one of those, and it might not be the whole summer, but we're going to get a we're going to get a blast of hot.
2: Well, from a, from a dive shop owner's point of view, that's the best thing that can happen to me because I can tell you how exactly my, my month's going to go when you look at the first hot day, everybody goes, okay, I got to get outside. The second hot day, they go, you know what? I got to clean out the garage. The third hot day says, I got to get that list of honeydews done. And then the fourth hot day, I got to go diving. What mm-hmm. a normal human being, non scuba obsessed human being will do. And once we get to that fourth day, that's when everything's busy. Now, last year it didn't happen until mid-July. The year before it didn't happen until mid-August. Oh. And then summer was over. And now I'm hoping at least it happens mid-May, because then I can have a pretty decent year. Well, my goal is to just be diving the heck
1: out of everything until mid-July, and then get get a good amount of trips. You know, get a couple of Sheboygan's in and some other stuff and... Just get on the lake to the boats don't run anymore. Well, I'm going to Bonaire next week. Oh. That, yeah. You're
2: really doing Bonaire this time of year? Yeah, I do it in May because it's, it's the best of both worlds. It's not too hot and not too cold, and everybody's ready. It's not – what happens is, is if you go in February, you risk being cold down there. I had one trip that we did um, to the Bahamas where it was 40 degrees every day, and there was one sweatshirt out of a group of ten. yeah so that was but i didn't i'm glad i went the group leader on that one but it was one of my trips we did we did have two repeats on that one which i can tell you that was a surprise but um this bone air trip anniversary now this is six times and uh it's always a very popular trip and then when we come home it starts summer season and you'd be surprised how many people walk in and Say, hey, how come you're not going somewhere warm and tropical in July? And I'm like, I'm not going warm and tropical in July because warm and tropical is hot and sweaty and balmy and buggy in July. Oh, exactly. And, and local diving is 78 degrees. And they're like, oh, well, can we set something up? And I get them set up with a travel agency. And they're still going. They're going to places like Cozumel. They're going to places like Turks and Caicos in July. And it never dawned on me. I don't know why it never dawned on me, but this, we had a scare for this Bonaire trip. Our babysitter was camping, and we had set up the week-long babysitter for our, our two twins, and she was camping, and so she wasn't answering any phone calls or anything all last week. So we're like, oh, my God, we don't have a sitter for the week we're in Bonaire. <laughs> Uh-oh. So I called in every marker I had on anybody who had kids, and we've got... And we had, like, five people set up to come and do, like, one day, each, each of them. And then uh, my, my then the babysitter called and said, oh, hey, you don't have to do that. I was in camping. I didn't mean to blow you off, but here's the deal. And, uh, yeah, I, my wife called, every, like, five times, and then I called. And uh, this is a, a friend of a friend. It's the daughter of the guy that introduced you, my wife and I. And uh, she told my wife, she says, I knew I was in trouble when Daddy called. <laughs> because <laughs> i call and uh it turned out to be okay but what we realized was that's why everybody wants to go somewhere in july is the kids aren't in school and so you can foist them off on grandparents you can ship them somewhere in the country so like if you have a sister-in-law that or a sister that's in like for us that's in southern ohio you can ship them down there and say here take them for a week we're going to Bon nice so a lot of traveling in the summertime i'm surprised of it yeah Well,
1: I I I need to get to Mexico, if not this year, next year again.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna try a live broadcast from Bonaire. I haven't quite figured out how.
1: yeah, yeah, that I mean that might be it. It just depends on what kind of connection they have, whether they've got satellite or if they've got fiber. If they got satellite, that can be kinda rough.
2: Yeah, I don't know what they've got, but but um what's that catamaran coaches?
1: Well that was a new boat you're getting? Well, I've been looking at it. I just I, I you know, until I got a boat, I'm like infinite boat shopping. But uh, what I in this video that I pasted here, it can get up and scoop. So I asked them uh, on their Facebook page. I said, "Hey, have you ever you know any anybody have one of these in the Great Lakes?" And they said, "Not yet. You want to buy one?" <laughs> but they're yeah. they're a company out of Florida. They've been doing they're doing custom uh, kind of these catamarans. But that uh, they the advertise is between their hull design and the the motors are putting on. The small boats really get out and scoot, and they have some really nice large party barges. You know, where uh-huh. they're they're almost like a trimaran, and they've got a you know what they call that a captain's fly or a deck where there's like a, a second level, and they're wow. doing they're doing a lot with uh, LED lighting and and stuff. So, but just just real interesting, a small family business that's growing. They've done doing about five or six. Employees and they they do a lot of rental boats. So a lot of these catamarans wow. they are rentals by marinas.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you, that make a nice river boat. Well,
1: that's why I looked. It had a nice shallow draft, a nice stable base, open deck. You know, you're doing stuff. Uh, one of them that they're that they've I think they've got it on uh, their Facebook page. They're trying to sell. It's like 150,000, but it's even got a crane on it. It's it's a dive, actual dive boat. And this one that they're showing in the video actually has a little step platform that is like right at water level. So they show that they, they'll park it almost right on the beach and you can just walk down the steps and step onto the beach. So. Yeah. If we all are made of money. Well, exactly. That's why I look at that because it's, yeah, you know, I don't know. Cost, I, uh, costs more than my car. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the this one here uh, that they're showing the video is uh, about 28000 Yeah.
2: I had a boat once. I never used it. (laughs) No, I I rarely used it. It was funny because I I had gotten it about a month, about a year before I bought the dive shop, had completely finished reworking it. And then I bought the dive shop and it sat in my backyard until I didn't have room for it. Then I put it in my dad's backyard and it sat in the backyard collectively for almost a year and a half. And then my dad was like, Do you mind if we uh, work? I mean, is there anything wrong with the boat? And I was like, no, you can put it in the water and start it up right now. He says, I doubt that. And he put it in the water and it started right up. And he said, do you mind if I dock it? And I was like, as long as I don't have to pay for anything, I don't care. He says, "Uh, okay. So he went and docked it, and and Mom used it for the summer out in the river, going to the islands and going over to the beaches and fishing and that sort of thing. And then my wife got out on it about four or five times with the girls, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to take this thing diving. And I took it out diving once and... It was great, and it worked great, and it was a little bit hard to get in and out of because it was just a little boat. And um, It went back to the driveway, and then Dad got a new boat because he had one basically <laughs> dropped in his lap. And so that sat in the back. He goes, do you mind if I sell your boat? <laughs> I was like, no, go ahead and sell my boat. And he sold it for three times what I paid for it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's good. That's, I didn't pay that much for it. But well,
1: that, anytime you can break even on a boat, that's a good <laughs> yeah. deal.
2: Yeah, a buddy of mine when I was up in uh, Harbor Beach one time said, he had just sold his big, huge cabin cruiser that we had dope off of for a couple summers. And he says, I can tell you, I said, H- You sold your boat. What's that like? He says, I'll tell you one thing. There's two happy days in a boat owner's life the day he buys it and the day he sells it. Yeah, I, I've heard that one. My, my grandfather <laughs> uh,
1: used to own and manage marinas, and uh, he had a whole, a whole ton of
2: sayings on, on boats. Yeah. So, uh, Well, I got to get going. Okay. So, yeah, it's getting late for me, so it's good to get back in the swing of things talking to you guys. I oh, it's you. great to
1: have great to have you on. We I've yeah, been trying not... to drop drop by on your your program. It's just the the family stuff going on. We, I'm, Jim and I are even talking about maybe moving the the podcast a little bit later. Like maybe we'll slip it about a half an hour. Wow.
2: Yeah, I I tried. I've been uh, I've been with mine. I've been having to do the uh, Tuesday night thing, and then when Every once in a while, I have to bump it to Wednesday. And I found that that's okay because at least if somebody looks for it for Tuesday, they can go, oh, yeah, okay, he bumped it to Wednesday if I have to. Yeah. So I try to do it a week in advance, but it's been, uh, Tuesday has been working out okay. It's It's been funny. I, I was really disappointed because I only had two people in the chat room Tuesday night. And I was like, man, that's the le- most anemic chat room I've had yet. And I'm like, okay, well, it, it happens. And then I went, went and looked at the, uh, the downloads and I had like, 130 downloads the same week oh yeah (laughs) like cool yeah (laughs) it's the most i've had so yeah
1: so yeah you're you're picking up you got 130 you're doing you're doing pretty good you're getting a good good ramp up there
2: yeah we'll see we'll see i got to keep figuring out stuff to rant about yeah yeah well
1: Well, you got nice topics that's a nice thing about having the dive shop it gives you an endless supply of materials and then you can tie it all right on in
2: yep yep I hope people are using their dive local dive centers. Always support your local dive center. Yeah, even if you don't like them, support them.
1: <laughs> We're trying to support them. They just got to keep the door open long enough for me to get in. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. You solve your air problem.
1: Wow, I just better timing with the the one here that I use, but the one where I buy all, but I've been buying all my gear from. Uh, I don't even know if they're open yet. So, wow. And that, and the problem is, I got to have my reg serviced. I'm coming up on my one year, so it's. You know, do I go back to where I bought it from because they've got all my records or I start someplace else? And then, you know, you know, warranty work, if there's anything on it, you know, how do I get all right. that stuff transferred? I mean, I don't I don't have any confidence that the shop that I bought it from has registered it or anything. So I and, I mean, I, I had to like ask for the manuals and it took six weeks after I had my gear before I had the manuals. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, so. and then uh, and then you missed. Uh, we didn't talk about it in the show, but when I was in DC, I went into a dive shop, uh-huh. and I have to. I, I wanted you know my my goal was while I was down there, I would drop into it and then I would come back in the show and talk about it and say, hey, East Coast divers, here you go. But I was so disappointed. In the dive shop, I didn't even want to talk about them. It was yeah, just, It was a it was just a, a hole in the wall. It was it it's like what I I've been calling the typical dive shops. They just they've got gear that they've had for the last 20 years the stuff that's really old is just hung up higher on the wall uh they've lost their passion for diving and then they just don't know how to merchandise or talk to people so right just
2: yeah i worry about the day that my that's the day you'll come and visit me and kick me in the head and say hey
1: Yeah, wake up. But at least I can tell you. I'd say, hey, wake up. What are you doing here? But some of these others, I just, and they wonder, And I asked him how he's doing, he's, oh, we're doing great. We're getting, you know, we got a lot of university people doing a lot of tropical trips. I said, well, how's the local diving? Oh, you wouldn't like it.
2: Yeah, I went, I went, I've done that a couple times where I've walked into a dive shop and and, uh, I've talked about the one down in Ohio where I said, hey, who's diving the uh, the river right here? Because it was historic. I mean, it's a historical place to dive. Oh, no one dives the river. I was like, where do you dive? And they're like, well, we dive white. This is when I lived down. Right? This is many years ago when I lived in Kentucky. They're like, well, we dive white star in Gilboa. I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> There's local diving around here. But I walked into um, a, an East Coast shop in, in Annapolis, and uh, I really wanted to set up a trip. I've always wanted to go to the Crab Fest at the uh, Naval Academy in, in Annapolis it's in september every year and it's something where hey you know what diving it's really warm i'd like to be able to dive out there it's like where do you dive around here he says oh well we dive in florida and we dive in north carolina and i'm like that's not around here that's still seven hours away but at least they're diving
0: okay not much driving yeah hours.
2: <laughs> yeah not much not like we're doing yeah but i'm diving tomorrow you diving tomorrow not tomorrow not but tomorrow. the next day for sure good good well, you guys have a good night, man. Happy Easter. You, you too. too. All right, and we'll we'll see you later. Okay. So, Mike, you, you got any diving coming up?
3: um well we we went last week but it was kind of blowing out uh the waves were setting about every about every four seconds it was kind of unusual i've never seen it before they were coming from all different directions so we we aborted that dive we were gonna go this weekend but that kind of got washed out so i don't got nothing coming up until maybe the middle of next week well that's not too bad
1: yeah that kind of happens
3: yeah you know going back to uh the podcast and stuff you know i what i think that that makes this unique is it's 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 a show that it's just a bunch of guys sitting around talking about a scuba diving something that they'd love to do and it isn't scripted it, it, it's not like your big commercial stuff that, that you'd hear and i think that's what makes this program so unique
0: it's like a bonfire after you have a dive and you're camping out everybody sits around and bs is about the day's activities
3: exactly and i think and I, that's what attracted me to your show and you know being from california i'm a long ways away from you guys but you know, it, it, you get to hear people talk about their experiences and their uh, trials and tribulations and the, and the things that they've tried and weren't successful at and the things that they, they, they were. And I think that's what makes it interesting, especially for somebody who's getting into diving. They can, they can hear other people talk that have got experience and things that they've done.
1: Exactly. And, and that's what the point was. And also, it was an excuse for us to talk about diving as much as we can. And then also wherever we go to have dive buddies all lined up, somebody who can give us the ins and outs of every location. So, uh, at some point, I'm going to become independently wealthy, and then I'm going to go and visit everybody who listens, and we'll we'll all do some dives. We've even talked about, you know, doing some road trips where, you know, we'll take off from here in Michigan and we'll dive to Florida, and our goal is to get in the water at least once every four to eight hours along the way down. So. You know, we could have a day dive, a night dive, you know, just kind of put a spot and we just go all the way, dive all the way down, dive all the way back. So, uh, th- do something like that. But we're, we're, we try to make it as as fun as possible. Appreciate everybody listening. Had, uh, has anybody had a chance to uh, stop by and see the Scuba Obsessed merchandise that we we threw up there? I had a bunch of people asking about wanting, uh, you know, hats and mugs and t-shirts, so I said, oh... I'll, I'll give it a shot. So I, th- I threw some stuff up. So I'm just looking for anybody to, to take a peek and say, hey, is that what you're looking for, or, or something else?
3: Yeah, I, I, I was looking at the T-shirt. Do you have that uh, that six tank uh, logo for the back of the shirt?
1: Well, what I need to do. Oh, that'd be cool. I, I, what I need to do is uh, when that that actually the logo that we've been using the six tank logo was a prototype logo. So I did that in Photoshop. You know, grabbed some uh, photo of the tank. And it's, by my standards, actually fairly low quality. And then I was going to go back and do it, and I just haven't had a chance.
3: I think that would be awesome for the back of the shirt, because I think that, that says it all, scuba obsessed right there. Yeah,
1: well, I'm thinking if you need six tanks, then, then you're doing pretty good. So, yeah, I, I've got to do that. Uh, it's about, it can be blown up a little bit bigger with what I've got. But, uh, and, and I can, I just got to recreate it. it. It doesn't take all that long. That's probably takes about four hours to do the final artwork on that one. So that won't be too bad. But, uh, yeah, I, I I've actually, go uh, ahead.
3: I'd definitely be interested in some of that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll have to do that. And then I wasn't quite sure if I was going to do the uh, podcast covers because the, just uh, all the rights on the photos and stuff on that by side of what the heck. So, so those are up. So I've got the the one we use and we have an alternate and, I kind of like the I like the playing around with the vintage stuff. I I actually got one I'm going to do where it's actually like a Egyptian hieroglyphics of scuba diving. So I've been I've been working on that one. I just like the the play around with the time and the vintage sort of stuff. I just yeah. nice little of t- stuff is kind of cool. So, yeah. And the other thing is, I got to order some of it. I haven't. I've actually put all the stuff up, and now I need to place some order just to see the quality. Because if the quality's crap. I'll, I'll pull it down and find somebody else. There's a lot of local companies that do it, but I just don't want to invest in buying an inventory and then shipping it out. Even though that's another thing my company does is, is does all that. It's it's nice to keep a little bit of separation where I you know I let somebody else sweat those details for the shows. But huh, we'll do. We'll do that as well. Any, any anything anybody interested? In, I'd like to have some shot glasses. That would be, I think, a little bit more appropriate. And, and the nice thing about the mugs, which I don't know how to really merchandise well, but if that that coffee cup, there's actually about 20 configurations. One's a beer stein. Uh, one's a frosted glass. So you, you click on the mug, and then it comes up with a detail window, and then you can select all the options. So
3: I need one for my captain's.
1: Yeah. So so you're a, you're a captain and Coke fan too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've I, I need to get a Captain and Coke subscription where they just like ship me a bottle every other month, and that's our ideal sponsor. We're actually like trying to find a sponsor, and I just think we need uh, Captain Morgan. But uh, they, uh, I I'm the wrong sex and about twenty years too old for them. So,
3: you ever try it with orange juice,
1: Captain, and orange juice? Yeah. No, I haven't.
3: Other than the intergestion and heartburn, it's
1: it's actually not bad. No, ah. I, I I would. Yeah, that's a that's a an endorsement now but I, I, I would I yeah um, yeah I'm always looking for stuff to mix with rum because there's t- some nights especially this last couple weeks it's been so cold I've been online saying okay what could I make warm with rum <laughs> I saw one recipe for grog but then everybody was arguing over whether it was really grog or not but normally my, my cold weather stuff is Baileys and coffee a little clue, that's good too
0: well, gentlemen, it's about my time, so yeah. we'll catch you guys on the flip probably next Thursday, if not before.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to go ahead and cancel the call because I've got to go and edit this thing and get it posted. So I, th- I think I have got I can do it in 50 minutes. We'll see.
3: All right, guys. Well, it's been interesting.
1: Th- thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get the ch- chance to talk with you again soon.
3: All right. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Thanks. Bye.